Welcome to Puckheads. I'm Matt Rosenberg. Uh, no Zach Smith tonight. He's actually still in Vegas and uh, being uh, having a nice little trip there as he went there from the Super Bowl and got a chance to watch a lot of games and hockey games as well in the uh, sports book. So here's Matt Rosenberg here on Puckheads this evening on Monday, February 3rd. That's right. It is now officially trade season in the NHL. Trade that like three weeks away from today. And that's very exciting to think about when you think about all the stuff that's going to happen. Uh, just some crazy stuff that happened in the NHL uh, earlier this weekend was the Battle of Alberta between Edmonton and Calgary. And what a battle it was between these two teams. Uh, Zach and I were discussing it uh, via text earlier this uh, earlier today. And, you know, this is a game you saw a goalie fight. You saw Mike Smith and uh, Talbot, Maxime Talbot, uh, wind up, uh, excuse me, Cam Talbot, go at it in a goalie fight. And you saw a line brawl. You saw a little bit of everything in this game. And, you know, one of the things that uh, Zach mentioned is that, you know, he's not in favor of the NHL, obviously, uh, basically tweaking the results and making sure that Calgary and Edmonton, but after this just monster, I don't even know what you want to call it, just the Battle of Alberta heating up, that, you know, you need these two teams to meet in the playoffs, and, <laughs> you know, it didn't matter, you know, who's there, and, um, you know, but the rematch, you get a goalie fight, you have just a little bit of everything. These two teams hate each other. And there is one more contest on April 4th. And we can only hope that that game is going to be epic. I mean, you know, what, last week of the season, you're looking at two teams that are fighting for each, uh, for everything. And really could be fighting for each other. And this is one that I think has the potential to be a really really fun matchup and uh something that i think a lot of people will enjoy as we get into the nitty-gritty to see can calgary and edmonton meet in another round in the battle of alberta in the playoffs going to some other stuff in the nhl alexander ovechkin passes uh he passed steve geiserman to go to eighth in the nhl uh, all-time goals leaders, uh, Ovechkin's just terrific, 695 goals, looks like he's going to get to 700 pretty easily, and you look at it, and I just, the guy just continues to put up goals, and this is something that you're going to, we're going to see, and I think he's got a real shot at becoming the all-time uh, goal scorer, he's now 199, Away, away from Wayne Gretzky, uh, 200 to pass him, and I mean, you think about it, what, that's 40 a year for the next five years, which is nothing for Ovechkin, and we'll see if he can keep going, uh, again, doesn't matter, he's getting up there, he is able to just continue to churn away goals, and it's incredible to watch. Uh, going into, uh, the Metropolitan Division, just a cluster of teams that are in the standings. We have the Islanders, the Blue Jackets, 
the Carolina Hurricanes all fighting for third place in the Metropolitan Division. And, you know, the question I pose to Zach is, which team do you like to finish third in the Metropolitan? And Zach said that the Islanders, they have three games in hand. They're only one point ahead, uh, behind the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are currently in third. Uh, the Islanders have uh, 32 games remaining. The Blue Jackets have 29. The Hurricanes and the Flyers are two points out, and they each have a game in hand on Columbus. Uh, you know, and Zach Woodson, you know, he, he, you gotta admire what Columbus has done. They're, they're the best teams, but he, he thinks the Islanders still have the best chance because of how stingy they are. Uh, they have only given up 136 goals. This is a team that's given up less goals if you look at it per game compared to Columbus. They uh, have a winning record on the road and at home. They've been really well in both facets. Uh, and so Zach really likes what the Islanders are doing with their plus 10 goal differential. You know, I'm, I'm starting to get onto the Columbus Blue Jackets train. Uh, Elvis Rosathlis, he's been great. Uh, Jonas Kerpersal looks like he's going to be back any day now. And with that one-two goaltending punch, and the way that Columbus has been able to score just enough goals, they rely on their defense. They have a great pairing in Seth Jones and Zach Wernensky. Uh This is a team that has gotten the contributions all up and down the lineup. And I, I got to tell you, I disagree with Zach here a little bit. I like the Columbus Blue Jackets and the way they're playing. If they can put together another 10-15 game stretch like this, we're going to be in a real, real solid position come the middle of March. And uh, now we're going to go to the Chicago Blackhawks, who've had an up-and-down week. They, uh, you know, sixth-best record in the league over the last 10 games. Uh, you know, if the Pacific continues to cannibalize itself, as Zach pointed out, the Blackhawks have a real chance to sneak into the last wild card here, or one of the wild cards. In the West, the Blackhawks currently 25-21-6, uh, and six, 56 points in 52 games. They're six behind Dallas and Colorado for second and third in the Central. And they're only three points out of the playoff spot. Arizona's been kind of trending in the wrong direction. The Hawks have uh, three points uh, behind the Arizona Coyotes and two games in hand. Coyotes currently have lost seven in a row. The Blackhawks beat the Coyotes in a shootout. Uh, the other night on Saturday night, they had a 2-0 lead, blew it. Arizona came back to time, and the Hawks win in a shootout. Cage and Kane with the goals, and Crawford making two saves to uh, win that one. You look at the Blackhawks, they're going to play Minnesota to, uh, tomorrow night. And they have Boston as well, uh, I believe at home on Wednesday. And this is a Hawks team, I give them credit. They're still struggling on the power play, but their goaltending has been phenomenal, and they seem to be able to roll the lines right now with Brandon Saad, with Patrick Kane and Kirby Dock. You have Alex Brinkhead and Dylan Strome reunited. You also have Taze, uh, Kubelik, and Caligula, and they're able to roll four lines, which has made the Hawks a lot more dangerous team. In addition, their penalty kill has been just absolutely stellar over the last 15-20 games. Uh, this is a team that's really done a great job of turning it around and, and uh, compared to last year in their penalty kill, uh, they've got to be better at home, though. If they're going to make the playoffs, this is a team that is 12-12-3. They, so they're 500 through 25 games at home. They have 16 more 
uh, in the season. So two more home games and road games, and they're going to have to pick it up on at home at the United Center if they're going to want to make the playoffs. But it's incredible to think this team was struggling for a big chunk of the season, and they put themselves back into the, the conversation. And it'll be interesting to see. One other uh, story of note in the Central Division is the, there are rumors coming out of Winnipeg that Dustin Buckland is done with the Winnipeg Jets, and they are working on a mutual termination of his contract. It'll be interesting to see, does that mean that Buckland's going to be retiring? He's been trying to rehab his injury, and so far he has had no luck in that aspect. Uh, let, let's get to our top three teams. As I said, this is going to be a short podcast uh, this week. Uh, let's get to the top three teams. Zach is going to go with Boston as his number three team. They've been playing, uh, trying to start to turn it around a little bit. Uh, Washington 2 and Pittsburgh, which beat Washington last week. or Sorry, yesterday, excuse me. Pittsburgh as the number one team. They've been red hot. They are within four points of the uh Washington Capitals for the best record in the league. Yeah, so Zach likes the Pittsburgh Penguins as his top team of the week. Uh, I'm going to differ just slightly. Uh, my number three team is going to be the Tampa Bay Lightning, 7-2-1 in their last 10 games, uh, plus 43 goal differential. you got to admire where this Tampa Bay team has come from. Uh, so far down, they're now in second place firmly in the Atlantic Division. They're going to get a top-tier seed in the Atlantic Division, and they have a chance, a real chance, to run down the Boston Bruins for this division. The gap is only five. Tampa Bay has one game in hand. Uh, it's just phenomenal what they've done. Vasilevsky's playing well. This whole team is really playing well right now. My number two team is going to be the Pittsburgh Penguins, and I'm just going to put the Penguins... Just slightly behind the Washington Capitals. I know they won head-to-head -head in a fantastic 4-3 game. Uh, you know, still questions. Can Tristan Jerry uh, continue to do the hot goaltending play he's had? Matt Murray is someone who uh, he had a very nice game yesterday. But he's been relegating the backup. And it's going to be interesting to see how is the goaltending play with the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Washington Capitals, they just continue to get it done. It really doesn't matter uh, who, you know, who they're playing or, or when. They just continue to pile up the wins. They have the most goals scored in the league. They scored 193 goals. The the one thing uh, that you have to wonder about the Washington Capitals is what's going to happen, uh, you know, can their goaltending hold up? They give up a lot of goals, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. Going over to our players of the week, uh, in terms of the, uh, Zach will give his player of the week first. His player of the week is Steven Stamkos. Five goals and three assists in a couple of games as he continues his great play with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, just a tremendous week for Steven Stamkos, who, uh, again, has been phenomenal for the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, again, just continuing to get it done for, uh, you know, it's, it just, it doesn't matter for the Tampa Bay Lightning that they are, they are surging and they are just taking names and, uh, again, just tremendous, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. 
My player of the week is going to be Quinn Hughes. How about uh, what he's done? He has a three-game point streak. He has uh, points in four of his last five games. Uh, five points this past week. He had three goals and two assists as part of a leaving, uh, really, the Vancouver surge that we've seen lately. They have points in uh, five of their last, or they, all five of their last games. They have gone 4-0-1, and... and uh, Quinn Hughes has just been phenomenal for the Vancouver Canucks, part of that search that has led them to the top of the Pacific Division. And, uh, again, a very fun and exciting young team to watch in the Vancouver Canucks. And Quinn Hughes just continues to get it done. And, you know, this Vancouver team, red hot. They have won, they had won seven in a row before a shootout loss uh, last night. They are currently 9 one and one in their last 13 games uh they have been red hot for about the last month or so so uh we'll continue to see if quinn hughes and the vancouver canucks can continue their hot play uh going over to games of the week zach is picking a game of the weekend it's going to be tomorrow evening and it is going to be Florida, the Florida Panthers, at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Two teams that are right in the playoff hunt. They continue to work hard. It's gonna, That's going to be a fun game to watch. When you look at Florida and uh, Florida and Columbus, you know, both teams hot. Columbus trying to stay in third. Florida trying to claw their way back into the third place in the Atlantic Division. Uh, my game is also going to be, hey, hey, let's, really, let's see, my game is actually scratch that, it's going to be Thursday, it's the Pittsburgh Penguins at the Tampa Bay Lightning, two red hot teams, they're both in second place in their division, the Penguins 7-2-1 uh, in their last 10 games, the Lightning have been just on fire, uh, I believe they're about 7-2-1 in their last 10 games, these are two teams they've met before in the playoffs, you know, the great rivals. A Tampa 7-2-1. Sorry, Pittsburgh 8-2-0 in their last 10 games. Uh, you know, Crosby, Stamkos, uh, Kucherov, Malkin. You know, you have Murray or, you know, Jari who's playing. You have Vasilevsky, a great defense core in Tampa Bay that can shut down that high-powered Pittsburgh offense. And a physical team in Pittsburgh that's not going to back down. They're going to give it to Tampa Bay. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And I think that that... It's one that you should make appointment viewing if you're home on Thursday night. Watch that game because I don't think you're going to be disappointed. Uh, really quickly, let's get to uh, Smith's Hits. I'm going to do it in Zat's place this weekend. Or, or I guess I should say this week. And I will give you Zat's three picks here. He has actually done very well lately. He's had a great weekend in Vegas. Pod Pitts, he's 22 and 14. He went 2 and 2 last week. Overall, 40 and 34. And I believe he has real, real off eight straight wins. So, something about that Vegas magic. Uh, for the Pod, sorry, it was 22 and 14 heading into last week. And it's 24 and 16 now based off of his 2 and 2 record. He was 40 and 34 heading into overall. He got like I said, eight wins while he was in Vegas as well. Overall, 50 and 36. So, not too shabby, as Adam Sandler would say. Really, first, uh, tonight, Florida at Toronto. He says to take the points, take the Panthers, the plus one and a half. There they are, underdog against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Zach says to take the Panthers. Doesn't feel that Toronto's going to win 
by two goals. Uh, yeah, Dallas at the money line minus 127 against the New York Rangers. He has Dallas on the money line. He thinks just take Dallas all the way. The Rangers are really down team, struggling this year uh, pretty greatly. They have played more decent of late, but Dallas, he feels too much with all their firepower. Uh, Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, all those guys. And the fact that Dallas is just simply the better team, Zach says take the money line. Finally, Pittsburgh at Detroit, over under a six. Uh, you, 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 or, sorry, Philly at Detroit. Can't read my own uh, handwriting there. Uh, Philly at Detroit, the, the over under is six. And Zach says to take the under. You know, Detroit, again, a team that only has 28 points in the standings so far through the, uh, you know, through the entire season, which is just phenomenal to think about. Because that's really hard to achieve. And the Philadelphia Flyers are at 63 points. Uh, you know, fighting for that third spot. A third guaranteed spot in the Metropolitan Division. Zach thinks that Philly will beat Detroit pretty handily. And that it will be under the under because of Detroit's offense, which struggles mightily. Well, that's all the time that we have on Puckheads this week. Uh, next week, Zach will be back. I will be with him. We'll be back together for a podcast, uh, which will be almost in the middle of February already, but uh, we'll be talking next week. So, I am Matt Rosenberg, and this has been Puckheads. We'll see you next week, everybody. Have a great week, everybody.